Thank you for joining us for Community Night, the Friday edition of Main Thing Radio with Pastor Robert Fountain and his wife Elizabeth. that heart well but he did he was given a large heart by God as a reward for wanting wisdom and if we do that like simply if you look at this and say I don't instead of focusing on the pride the fullness of food and all these negative things whether in yourself in your society or wherever you whatever these agitate you say I will focus on this instead I will redirect my to these qualities That's what he tells us in Philippians 4. In today's society, the amount of pain and evil can feel very overwhelming. It's nearly impossible to look at any source of information without hearing of a tragedy. Well, in today's message, Pastor Robert and Elizabeth will encourage you to reframe your thoughts. Rest in the Lord and His comfort. Now, here's Pastor Robert and Elizabeth in the book of Genesis chapter 19, as they continue their message, Sneaky Spirit of Smallness. I'm not going to go where you're telling me. It, what, was it gratitude then? Was it humility, you know? So, so well, and there wasn't fellowship either. I mean, there was no... There, there was, was no, there was, there was no, he couldn't there, find 10 you know, men was, yeah. after he'd been there for a long time. And so there's a lot there to zoom in on. So it's not to burst the bubble. Yeah, let's go save the world. But you can go do that and have a shrinking heart. That's what we've lived long enough to know. You can go do the right things with a shrinking heart if it is not a heart enlarged by God. Yes. No, all I'm I'm saying is what we're talking about, in, in order to be enlarged, we have to go in this opposite spirit. Yeah. And we're going to expand on that. But it's not just about the spirit. It's not just about the mind. I mean, it's, it is about the doing and not just about the thinking. No, no, I, I completely agree. And that's why we do it together. But it's, it's important that we have seen many great men fall. Many great men do great things and fall. That is not what we're after. They were not small. They were great in the eyes of men. And we didn't know till much later that they were not, how small they were. And that's why this is such a sobering teaching for us. Because you can look phenomenal to the Christian world, whoever you want your audience to be, and not have this. And that's what, I think that's why it shook us so much in this context. Psalm 34, 5, one of those that God has used my life repeatedly to fight against shame and to fight against the sense that I always battle of having a small heart, where he's like, those who look to him are radiant and their, their faces are never covered with shame. And it is in looking to God, it can sound theoretical or abstract, but it's simply that of saying, I get everything from you and you, you direct everything to me. And that is who judges if I'm big or small. Yeah, we reflect his glory in our face. I mean, if, if we're looking to him, his glory will shine all over us, just like it did on Moses. And that's, that's a reference to... 
it's because Moses. we are, I mean, we're, I am, we're living in a time where people can put on the image really well. Yeah. And, and so that's why yeah. the, the duality of this message. But if we, if we fear that sneaky spirit of smallness enough to say, I yeah. want the large heart that God gave Solomon. Yeah. Solomon didn't steward that heart well, but he, did, he was given a large heart by God as a reward for wanting wisdom. And if we do that, like simply, if you look at this and say, I don't, instead of focusing on the pride, the fullness of food, and all these negative things, whether in yourself, in your society, or wherever you've, wherever these agitate you, mm -hmm. say, I will focus on this instead. I will redirect my, to these qualities. That's what he tells us in Philippians 4. Right. Whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there's any virtue, and if there's anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. Because as we do that, it says over and over in the Bible that when you, whatever you focus on, you become like that, right? It says, and we're studying Hosea right now, they become like their idols, dumb and mute. If you focus on God and on the things that he honors instead of the yeah. things he and, creates. And this is such a key. You know, I mean, she's a kind of a natural optimist. You know, we, we, we're really good together because, you know, she sees butterflies when I see bumblebees, you know, kind of a thing. It's, it just seems to come easy for her, but, but not, not for me. The natural sound trick soundtrack you know that goes on in in my head i have to fight against it first thing in the morning i mean i really do most in some days it was it was funny I, I realized when the kids were little i had to explain it to serenity our daughter because she was just so and i've had to kind of explain it to judah our grandson the um because of that tender easily bruised spirit, you know, because I wake up mean some days. I just wake up that way. And I don't even realize it for a little while, you know, and it's not good until I realize it. I've gotten better at recognizing it quickly. But my natural, you know, the in, instead of whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, for me, it's more like whatever's wrong, whatever could go wrong whatever I've done wrong, whatever you did wrong. Those are the things I'm going to meditate on. Those are the things that try to take over. And I've realized that the only way I can combat that, and, and you'll, if you've been around a little while, you may have already noticed almost every prayer for me begins with thank you, Jesus. Jesus, thank you. Because I've realized if I don't, if I don't meditate on that, if thank you, thank you, Jesus, God, thank you. And I, a gratitude list, I wrote out a gratitude list long before that was a thing. Years ago, I realized I got to write these things down. And it was based on that verse. I realized I have to write down the things for which the people for whom I should be grateful. I, I took for I, my mom and dad, I took them for granted. 
Because I can see everything that's wrong with both of them. Well, I just, I have the most critical attitude of anybody you've ever known. Trust me. I can find everything wrong with everybody. It's just, it's a gift. It's a curse. Because you see, there's no such verse in the Bible. You know, meditate on those. Well, yeah, meditate on those. Meditate on what's wrong with her. Thankfully, my first assistant pastor confront, he literally confronted me because I was doing that to her. I began meditating on everything that was wrong, every little thing that was wrong with her. And I lost sight of everything else. By the way, that's what's wrong with a lot of marriages because it happens on, on both sides. But, but you see, this in Genesis chapter 19, it's just such a sobering, such a jarring kind of a warning to us about how easy it is to live a righteous life of insignificance. And it's, it's the natural way, but it's not God's way. So whether you're a natural pessimist like me or a natural optimist like her, doesn't really matter because we are no longer merely mortal men and women. The spirit of the living God moved in. If, if you're a Christian, if, if you're part of his family, if you're alive in Christ, it's because the life of Christ has made you alive. The spirit of God dwells within you. And prior to that verse in Philippians about meditating on the, the wonders and the, and the beauty and so forth, there's a verse that appeals to me even more. And Philippians 3.12 says, not that I have already attained or am already perfected, but I press on that I may lay hold of that for which Christ Jesus has also laid hold of me. You know, it's, it's a powerful thing to consider. He has, he has laid hold of you for that. He's laid hold of you for that. That you would be perfected, that you would be completed, that you would be more than you could ever dream of being. tuning in to Community Nights, a ministry of Main Thing Radio and Calvary, Miami Beach. Pastor Robert and Elizabeth invite you to join them each Friday as they share from the scriptures those things that are important to the church, the church family, and the community outside your four walls. We're so glad you joined us. If you'd like to explore more of these messages or listen to Pastor Robert's verse-by-verse teachings through the Bible, Visit MainThingRadio.com now. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast. You'll find a link on our website. We'd love to hear from you too. Let us know how Main Thing Radio has impacted you or someone you know. And tell us what the Lord's been doing in your life. You can connect through the contact form at MainThingRadio.com, through Facebook or Twitter, or just give us a call at 305-531-2730. Be sure to share any prayer requests too. 
We want to know how we can pray for you. That number again is 305-531-2730. We're coming to the end of our time with you today. Join Pastor Robert and Elizabeth next time for another Friday edition of Main Thing Radio.